generation of kings. Word says in First Peter chapter two. Let's read verse nine and ten together. First Peter chapter two, nine and ten together. The count of three, two. We read. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, His own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light, who once were not a people <laughs> but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy you might not be rich enough to buy mercy M-E-S-S-I to the football club of your destiny to score your relationship goals but God's grace makes you rich enough why did you take my sound down Mr. Soundman to obtain mercy God's grace makes you rich enough to obtain mercy it says you were not a people but now you are the people of God somebody beats your chest say I am God's person the energy is more from the back than it is from the front I wanted to say what meaning would understand with comprehension with light with illumination I am God's person Duto is good to see you Tifa is good to see you now when you say somebody is my person what does that mean tell me my guy what else my G's my paddy the person I can trust in my iPad paddy put the I behind the pad what do you got it's too deep right my blood not just blood blood come and talk to me my personal person understand this that when God looks at you he's not seeing you as a worshipper he's not seeing you as a tool he's seeing you as my person so God does not use me outside of that relationship God using me means it's an extension of that relationship this is the reason it said the hours come and now is the time that they that worship John chapter 4 verse 24 must worship how are they going to worship they will worship in spirit and in truth why because God is spirit so he says here that you are a chosen generation. I want us to understand a couple of things from here. Number one, it begins to tell us that you're a chosen generation. What it means is that God had choices. God had a choice and he chose you. Aha, uh -huh. somebody got it by saying thank you Jesus because one of the things that the revelation of redemption does is that it provokes unfettered appreciation. Thanksgiving is the natural response of the redeemed. That God had a choice. There were people who are not going to get as angry as quickly as you do, but He chose you. People were not going to be as selfish as you were, but He chose you. People were not possibly better looking than you are but he chose you he says you're a chosen generation so the choice of God concerning you is not just about you is about something that must be generated by you generations are generated generations are the iterations of gene gene iteration gene progression which means that when God looks at the believer he's not just looking at the believer as the final product he sees the believer as the carrier of seeds for times for seasons for dispensations for generations so when God says start a business he's not just trying to make you rich he's trying to create jobs for other people that will come through your business oh that yes sounds like it's boring are you getting this when God says write a book and by the way the fact that you have knowledge does not mean you should write a book because there's certain things you need to do before you write the book and one of the things that like your life needs to be a book first before you write one oh come on somebody 
That's why Jesus said, Behold, I come in the volume of the books. Jesus did not write any book, but more books have been written about him than any other person. Are you following on this? But when God says, Write a book, you are not the person that will read the book you wrote. So he has an audience in mind, which is where the importance of kingship comes into place. That the fact that you're chosen does not mean it ends with you. As a matter of fact, you don't really understand the weight of God's choice manifested in your life if you don't see the generation behind it. Many people are obsessed with the fact that they are chosen, but they've not risen to the responsibility of the generation they are chosen to reach. You are not just chosen, you are a chosen somebody shouted you're a chosen generation number two it says you're a royal priesthood and what that means we've explained that is that you're a kingdom of priests like it says in the book of Exodus I believe chapter 19 a royal priesthood is a king priest so you are a chosen generation you're a king priest you're a kingdom of priests which means that you have priestly responsibilities to God and you have kingly responsibilities to men and as a priest you worship God and as a king you work for men or you work amongst men you're not working for them but you're working to create value for them to add value to them what it also means is that your authority as a king can only maintain its integrity based on the purity of your priesthood I'll say it again. Your authority as a king can only maintain its integrity to the degree that you have purity in priesthood. Because if your priesthood is perverted, your kingship will be twisted. Okay, now. Get it, get it, get it. If your priesthood is perverted, your kingship will be twisted. If your priesthood is perverted, your kingship will be crooked. This is the reason the kings of the earth are crooked. Why? They are, are they priestly or not? Somebody tell me. The kings of the earth, are they priestly or not? Oh, come and talk to me. Are they priestly or not? What kind of priesthood do they have? Shout it. You're right. Shout it. Baba Alawo. Do you know what that means? Awo is cult or coven. Baba Alawo is the person who does business with cults and covens. That's priesthood. That's demonic or satanic priesthood. This is the reason there are certain levels of power and influence people don't come into without dabbling with the occult. Obasakabaya. Yes. So guess what now? Elections are 2023. Right now, certain people have started making certain sacrifices. To be able to manipulate the consciousness of people, to manipulate the consciousness of the culture, so that when somebody that everybody spoke against two years ago, now comes and says, I want to become your president. You'll be amazed at how millions of people will say, yes, this is the best president. Why? Because many times the thinking processes have been perverted by occultic powers. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why one of the things that GB said during his, his review is very important. That don't get so carried away, but I've got it. You know, Tiara, even though my name is not Tiara, I've got a crown that neutralizes every frown. It's a deep matter. It's exciting, but it's deep. It's exciting, but it's heavy. As a matter of fact, watch this now, and I think that I've taught it before. The enemy does not attack you based on your situation. He attacks you based on your revelation. So now that you have this revelation of kingship, certain attacks are going to come your way. Except you understand the priesthood dimension to deal with them. Is somebody following what I'm saying? So you wonder, how can this person that everybody says is wrong, this person is not good, that's what this person is now endorsing, that's what this person is now supporting. Why? Because priesthood will determine the direction of kingship. 
get that he says you are a royal priesthood you are a royal priesthood which means you have royal responsibilities but you also have priestly responsibilities it means that you are priest enough to pray but you are king enough to fight to build you are priest enough to discern the mind of God but you are king enough to divide and create structure you are priest enough to lift the five loaves of bread and two fish and say God I thank you that you always hear me but you are king enough to say let them sit in groups of fifties and hundreds to create structures and systems in the culture through which the priestly oil can be distributed and the multiplication potential of the grace of God can find expression you are priest enough to stand before the tomb of Lazarus and weep and cry for the Bible says Jesus wept but you are king enough to say roll the stone and say Lazarus come forth you are priest enough to be touched by the feelings of their infirmities but you are king enough to displace their infirmities and say ah, anything that God has not ordained concerning this body go out are you hearing what I'm saying you are priest enough to converse with them and say come but you are king enough to walk on a water this is what we are talking about it's not just about clapping your hands and dancing you are priest enough to pray Lord touch my boss and touch his heart but you are king enough to stand up in the boardroom and say sir I know how we can improve or increase the bottom line by 300% over the next 18 months and you have the powerpoint but not only the powerpoints there's power in your points royal priesthood who am I talking to you don't just make a keynote presentation oh you are a key that unlocks the note for the next presentation you have a royal you are royal priesthood if it's not you I'm talking to keep on looking like that but if it's you I'm talking to not somebody say pastor he's talking about me this morning talking about me this morning Bukal, are you hearing this? He's talking about you. Sheo, it's good to see you again this morning. He's talking about you. You're a royal priesthood. You're a royal priesthood. You're a royal priesthood. Like something Larry said in the message last week. He said, even if you're a woman, you're still a king. Uh, you remember what I said? Some of you have been with us for a, the longest time. The first couple of weeks and months. Uh, people will be like, okay, it's like a men's ministry or something. But one of the things that God did in those early days is that we even had more women, you remember, more women than men. Why? Because your spirit has no gender. It only has a divine agenda. So your femininity is special. There are peculiarities that God has reposed in the feminine capacity or expression, but in your spirit, kalavuse polaya, bekwasi vodobozo. Somebody shout, I'm a king priest. This sticks your mumbling, you didn't shout it. Jerry SN, you didn't say nothing. Uh, Kuga, I called you yesterday, but you were too busy to pick my call. Just wanted to catch up with you and say, How are you doing? And pray with you. Shout, I'm a king priest. Royal priesthood. Do you know why the church vacillates and oscillates between royalty and priesthood? Because it's easier to be on one side. It's easier just to be a priest and pray and pray and fast and fast and fast. And then when things are breaking down that you cannot fix, you say, it's not my business. Are you following? It's easier to be a king without being a priest. So you feel like, ah, me, I'm not a missionary. I just finance the gospel. Ah, me, I'm not a pastor. So when they catch you sipping, well, you should not be sipping. Or with your lipstick, turning your lips into a stick. And sticking it into places. You see, <laughs> Fidel cannot can. You say, ah, me, I'm not a pastor. I'm just like, no, you are a king priest. Which means your core assignment might be business, but every quarter you're still doing a missionary retreat, or twice a year, or part of your annual retreat is that I'm going to go to a village and give them some food and pray for the sick. Are you understand what I'm saying? That is more tasking, but that is the kingdom. Your core assignment, my pulpit, like me, that's your core assignment. But guess what? I can preach through my t shirts. 
Oh, some of y'all are not hearing that. I can preach through my music. I can preach through my books. Because even though my definition is not author, author is a tool for my kingship. My definition, you know, I was designing some new t-shirts around late and late and stuff. And where's Candace? Can she say, ah, Peter, see, this is how you've entered fashion, fashion, no. I said, the Bible says if you're faithful in one thing, God will give you more. Almost everything I've done, I've done through faithfulness to what God has given to me. And then it spills over because when a cup is full, it runs over. Kingship! It's not about running around doing many things. It's that you do the thing God has given to you. And once you overflow, a new dimension comes out. Fruits don't pop out because the stem is tired of being a stem. Fruits pop out because the stem is mature enough to support branches that produce fruit. Fruit is not what you bear when you are tired of being a stick. Fruit is what you produce when you mature to a certain... Go to three people, tell them king priests. Some of you can't even stand. Royal priesthood. So you, your primary assignment might be to preach and teach. And by the way, if your assignment is to preach and teach, stop waiting for a pulpit. Stop hoping that people will notice you. Serve what God has, where God has given to you. Because the way God works, David never gets into the palace by lobbying Saul. He gets into the palace by taking care of the sheep that God has given to him. And if you've never taken care of goats or sheep, they are very annoying. They don't appreciate people. Sheep don't come and say, blah, 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 thank you for ha, feeding me. Ha. And that faithfulness could be just taking care of the toilets, handling the cameras, giving people sanitizers. Hallelujah. Don't just sanitize your hands, sanitize your soul. royal priesthood then the next thing it says a holy nation his own special people and this is the reason you are all of this the reason you're a chosen generation royal priesthood holy nation special person is not for the sake of I'm special I'm nice I'm hunky I'm dory is that you may what that you may proclaim we'll look at some other versions he says that you may show forth or manifest the excellency of God the virtues of God the praises of God to declare the beauties of God the excellence the majesty the authority of God he says that you've been you've been called to do that it says you are God's chosen uh you're cho- you are the ones chosen by God, chosen for the high calling of priestly work, chosen to be a holy people, God's instruments to do His work and do what? Speak out. Speak out for Him. To tell others of the night and day. Come on, somebody read that. He made for you. Next verse. From nothing to something. (laughs) From rejected to accepted. I like how TBT puts it. TBT said, but you are God's chosen treasure. Priests. Are you seeing this now? Do you see this now? If you miss the first message, Jesus is king, you want to look for it. Because I showed you about seven Bible verses that establish the kingship of Jesus. Old and New Testament. He said, but you are God's chosen treasure. Priests who are kings. A spiritual nation. Now, when you think about nations, how many of you know that if you see somebody who is saying, Charlie... And it's arguing again, Ian, jalaf rice. You can tell that it's from where? If you were in, <laughs> did you say Ghana? <laughs> Pastor, 
By the way, that's the right pronunciation. Pastor is pronounced pasta. See, Ghanaian jollof rice, Nigerian jollof rice may be better than Ghanaian jollof rice, but their English is more accurate in pronunciation. So pasta is actually pronounced pasta, like spaghetti, pasta. Yeah. But if you call me pasta, I'll call you into me. <laughs> Now, so you can tell if the person is in Tokyo, can you still tell that there's still some Ghanaian flavor? Especially if his name is Boateng, Kwesi, Atambu, Kwame. Now, how about if you saw somebody at Heathrow, you just see the guy from a distance carrying plenty bags? Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> you will tell the person is from where? Nigeria. How about you can't see what's happening, but behind you, in other words, language expresses nation. So if you're a spiritual nation, there's a way you talk, there's a way you speak. There's a way you don't sound. There's a way you don't look. There's a disposition that you don't carry. Because you're a spiritual nation. But the intelligence of God is that God is superior to modern technology. The nations of the earth originally would have clusters of people groups based on land mass. And after a while, watch what's, what's going to happen. The people will travel from one landmass to another, then return. Travel from one landmass to another, then return. After a while, they'll travel, fall in love with somebody there and not return. And so nations began to intermingle with nations. Are you following this? But God's intelligence already predicted that. That I created you to be borderless. That the nation I am building, even though I will use Israel as a prototype originally, the nation I'm going to build will be so proliferative that in every human nation, I will have my own nation. What's that nation? Nation of king priests. <laughs> now you get it. Now you get it. Now you get it. It's spirit. Somebody say I'm a nation. Somebody say I have my intonation. Somebody say there are many connotations. Because <laughs> I'm a nation. I'm a nation. I'm a nation. Don't you get it? Don't you get it? I'm a nation. So if you're a nation, you cannot tell me that your personal economy is regulated by Nigeria. A British man in Nigeria cannot blame Buari for his finances. Some of you didn't get what I just said. Some of you didn't get what I just said. I, can you imagine two Americans complaining about Walter Khan? Hey man, Doug, what's up? Country's too hard. Nigeria's too hard. Hey man, what's up? What's up? I'm going back to LA. Listen, they don't complain about your economy. It is your economy. Why? Because their dollars are stronger than your naira. What I'm trying to say to you is that you're from the nation of heaven. Your favor is stronger than Nigeria's Naira. Oh, if somebody understood that, you'd be jumping, you'd be shouting. You'd be, if you really knew it, if you really believe what I'm saying, that my, he says you are a nation. It's an ideology that you need to embrace because you will keep shouting you're a king and nothing will change except you first of all understand that you are a nation. Somebody shout, I'm an ambassador. Oh, where's my keyboarders this morning? I'm going to look for three or four people. High five, sorry, you can high five, low leg them and tell them you are an ambassador. You belong to a nation. Oh, yes. 
Look at somebody say, I'm a nation. I'm a nation. I'm a nation. And I'm not an abomination. I'm not a procrastination. I'm a nation better than your imagination. Stronger than the devil's obstination. GB, he says, you are a spiritual nation. Can you see Biden blaming African leaders for the American economy? <laughs> All wrong now. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Many people see themselves more as church members than they see themselves as kingdom citizens. And one of the things that we do with teaching missionary map is that we teach you it's good to be a member of a church. It's important. In fact, God ordains it, right? You must be planted in a local assembly. But bigger than that is your citizenship of a kingdom. And when you really understand that, you don't just join any church or leave any church anytime you want. Because you know that kingdom citizens don't relocate, they are redeployed. Are you seeing what I'm saying? What did he say has happened to you? You are set apart. Look at somebody say, I belong to set and one more Jesus. Set apart. You are a different person. Set apart as God's devoted ones. He has called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. And what does he do now? He claims you as his very own. Shout, I belong to Jesus. Shout it one more time. I belong. Shout one more time. I belong. Claims you as one of his own. How many of you remember when there was the whole fight over the Bakasi Peninsula? Cameroon was claiming, Nigeria was claiming, Cameroon was claiming, Nigeria was claiming, and then they went to courts. When the enemy is trying to claim the territory that you are, take that matter to the courts of heaven. Oh, come on, what you didn't give it. I just. When Moses died and the devil was trying to fight for his body, Michael came as a representation of the courts of heaven and said, The Lord rebuke you. The chief judge has given a verdict on this matter. I don't know who's dealing with pain in your body. I reclaim that by the Spirit of God. Your body does not belong to illness, does not belong to ailment, does not belong to the enemy. Your body belongs to Jesus. Somebody shout yes if you believe it. He said, he did this so that you will broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. See what it says. He did this so that you could do what? Broadcast his what? glorious wonders not just his words many people think that representing the kingdom is being a great evangelist so you carry megaphone which you can and I want you to do things you're not very comfortable with go outside sometimes and preach the gospel right you should should be a part of your life not just private witness but also public witness that's important but that's not all it means by broadcasting broadcasting means spread it through the networks available so back then there were television networks spread it now there are social media networks what should you do next thing they're going with virtual networks what do you do holographic networks what do you do subliminal implant networks what do you do metrics like networks in about 10 years where they'll be able to embed embed files in your subconscious mind deep learning machine learning will be integrated with human technologies what will you do then broadcast cast it abroad broadcast you do it on your whatsapp broadcast broadcast so how is this important or how do we go about manifesting the kingdom? One of the things that will really help us in manifesting, you may be seated. One of the things that will help us in manifesting the kingdom is to look at our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Look at our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I taught you about two weeks ago that there are three major dimensions or aspects of expression for the kingdom. Number one is that the kingdom is a kingdom of power. 
as a kingdom of power. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever be yours. It's a kingdom of power. It says, I'll give you power. Acts 1 verse 8. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, shall be my witnesses. So to witness as an ambassador of the kingdom, power must be in operation. We'll deal with that in the second service. Now, what God does is that he also sets people in places to displace power. So three Ps. People, places, and power. You cannot manifest the kingdom of God without power. But you also cannot manifest the kingdom of God if you are not first of all made a person and put in a place. Yes. To manifest the kingship, you must be a person and you must be put in a place. And we see this from the very first man that God created. What God did was that he created a place, then he made a person and put that person in place and then put that person in power in place. The three must align or the kingdom will not be there. If you are the wrong person in the right place, you are not aligned with the kingdom. <laughs> if you are the right person in the wrong place, you're not aligned with the kingdom. If you are the right person in the right place, but you lack power, you will be a clown representing the kingdom. Oh, can I talk right now? So there are many people who have received power, have received power, watch this. So they are anointed, but they are still disappointed because they are the anointed person, but not in the appointed place. Oh, I gotta help somebody today. Have you seen people who are anointed but confused? You haven't seen it. You will know that this guy is anointed, but there is no trajectory. He's changing women the way he changes DSTV channels. So today's on Animal Planet. Wow! We'll be a tiger in bed. Then from there, he moves to Africa Magic Yoruba. I will impregnate you today. He has pregnanted. What if follow you? He has given her pregnancy. T Lash, are you hearing what I'm saying? Sounds like why are they call T Lash? Don't worry, she's not being pregnant. If you try it, you and the person are pregnant. If you, you, if you try, it's on the stage, I will personally flip. <laughs> right! Have you seen that? Then it moves from African Magic Yoruba to BET. Yo, yo, what's up, what's up? You'll be my Eve. Are you feeling what I'm saying? Then after that, moves to TBN. Sister Mary. changing you can be anointed but confused someone can be anointed but is moving from job to job that person is the right person but not he hasn't found a place by the time i'm done with the two services today you will understand what's missing in your life for almost everybody it's one area they are struggling with one of those three you know there is something in me there is power in me but everywhere i go i don't fit and everywhere is very tiring. So what is the problem? The problem could be you have not found the right place or God has put you in the right place and it was not the picture you had in mind. So you are despising it. Some of you, you have seen your husband but you call him mentor. say one more time as a some of y'all you've seen your husband but you're calling him mentor he's my mentor that guy is like a mentor to me don't let him get married without you so he doesn't become your tormentor God has said, behold thine wife. Said, but she's my baby sister. 
spirit of spiritual blindness we cast out in the name of Jesus your eyes are open you see clearly the will of God and you run with speed don't mentor your wife for another man hallelujah my wife thought she was just enjoying my company. Mr. Wise Guy, I was dropping nuggets. She was writing down nuggets, writing down nuggets. But I already knew by the Spirit of God and by my visionary gift, this one, not in my mouth, my Peking. She was writing notes. I was taking notes. Shabayata. Now she's more than my galaxy notes because she's the note in my galaxy. I kept a tab on her, now she's my tablet to ease my pain. I feel the Holy Ghost. Ay, ay, ay. Tag, I see you're feeling this. Open your eye. Don't say she's a client. teammates we are teammates new people have joined the department now Jason Mbono shine your eye Busayo Bukola Esther new people new new so that if you were saying ah, Rosemond is like my sister Vicky is like my sister now I have new daughters now let that eye be open. Somebody shout manifest. So those three things must be the right place. <laughs> Ma, I like the way you are just chilling. Maha, Mashi Maha Maha. By the way, start from your Jerusalem. When Jesus sends, he does not send from the uttermost parts of the earth to Jerusalem. He said, Shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, then the uttermost parts of the earth. So, Maha, in looking for a wife, Media, they are about six daughters of mine that have not told me that they have any man on them. So you better check out the mandates. You people don't understand. Last year, last year I did seven marriages. I haven't done one this year. Marriage is itching me to do. I have some suits I need to wear. Bought me some suits as well. Let's launch this suit and eat rice. Say no, sir, I show off the man. I need to close the service. coming to your page see the fine smile the beautiful smile that is too much smile just for you you gotta make a man happy uh, yeah. someone be like if I don't smile he will talk about me if I smile who else will I talk about but my people? I have to broadcast the wonders of God in your life. I'll be your biggest promoters. 
sponsored. <laughs> what kind of pastor will I be if I'm not proud of my people? I have to sell your markets. And it's a supermarket. <laughs> Slow touch. God, God, God daddy. Big teams got the world spinning. <laughs> I need to close. In the second service, I'll break it down. People, places, and power. But let me just say this. The reason, especially the place is so important, that place is so, so important, is that a lot of people, in fact, if you're a believer, you are the right person. You might not be in the right level of matur maturation or discipline or state, but you are the right person in your spirit. You are accepted in the beloved. God is not angry with you. He's cool with you. He might not... Uh, trust you and there's a key factor he might not trust you as much as he trust other people because Jesus took Peter, James and John up to the mountain top on the level of trust and responsibility and trust grows with intimacy and alignment are you, are you getting that? so God might not trust you with certain things yet but he's pleased with you as you manifest holiness through consecration and devotion to his instructions as you manifest that and grow and mature he trusts with more but every believer is the right person. How do I know you are in right standing with God? And if you can stand right with God, you're good enough for anybody. Are you getting that? So righteousness. You see, I've told you before, grace, righteousness, majesty, those are not religious words. They are English words. I hope you see that. Righteousness is an English word. <laughs> so righteousness. There is the gift of righteousness. There is the doing of righteousness. Right? Doing righteousness is a walk of holiness. Being righteous, you are a part of God's holy people. But you might be a part of God's holy people, but you're not walking in holiness. Are you getting that? But when you do righteousness, God says, oh, I can trust this person with more. Which means you're walking. It says, for thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore, the Lord your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness above all your fellows. Now, so the believer is right, but what happens many times is that many believers are either misplaced, displaced, or replaced. That's what happens. Displaced, misplaced, or replaced. Do you know that God said to Saul that if you had kept my ways, then I would have established your throne forever? Isn't it interesting? That in the divine majesty and sovereignty, there are pockets for change that God will allow. Do you understand? We know that Jesus is the son of David. He's never called son of Saul. But God said to Saul, if you had kept my ways, I would have established your kingdom forever. What does that mean? That in the provisions of God, he would have worked something out where Saul was engrafted. It's, it's really weird. Let me give you another example. Someone is listening online. Thank you, online family. If you're online, come on, shout yeah. yeah. Some people are in line and online. Great. Two worlds. Let me give you another example, and I'll teach this more in second service. Jesus said, I'm not sent but to the Lordship of Israel, which means that there is a difference between being anointed and being sent. You can be anointed but not sent. And whenever you are anointed but not sent, you either kill someone, kill something, or kill yourself. Because the grace to preserve your life and longevity is not in your anointing, it's in your sending. The grace for provision is not in your anointing, but in your sending. That's why Jesus said, when I sent you, did you lack anything some people are sent, others just went. Those who went have to take care of themselves. Those who are sent, their provision is packaged with their commission. And that sending is not only missionary, it's also business. Some of you, tomorrow, you will resign. Because when I'm done in second service, you will know that, ah! You know, one of my friends, we caught him in the course of the week. It was like, P. Dams, I have suffered. Because when God starts blessing you on a certain level, 
you will now say, why did I waste three years in that thing that people suggested, not what God instructed? You cannot trust man's suggestion to secure your provision. Because man's suggestion many times can be tainted by many factors, including them saying what they think you like to hear. So Jesus said, I'm not sent, but to the lordship of Israel. But do you know, the Canaanite woman, Sarfishan woman, she came and said, but even the dogs, I'll teach in the second service. Jesus said, I know my domain. Even though I'm the Messiah, I'm sent in this dispensation of my earthly ministry, I'm not sent everywhere. This is the reason for three and a half years, I did not miss a Sunday. Because you must understand where you are sent, for how long you must keep doing exactly what you are doing. Many people don't know. So they're impatient. And so what happens, somebody is sent to a field for seven years. After three years, the person is frustrated. He says, let me try this one. What you have just done, you've thrown three years into the basket. You must know where you are sent. You know, my wife, my wife and I were speaking because of the weekend. We are just talking about income and stuff and all. And <laughs> I said, eh, even if someone wants, someone wants to give me millions of naira for f- nine to five, millions of naira for nine to five, uh, the person will try going. Because when you're sent, it's not just about the money. It's not just about the money. In fact, when you are sent, you will turn your back on a five million naira opportunity for a one million naira opportunity. Because there are other things that f- bring fulfillment when you are sent. So I mentioned a certain amount of money. I said, if someone offers me this amount of money, maybe I might even start to think about it. Of course, I'm not looking for it. You guys know that. <laughs> like, ah, pastor, hey, we need to support you. You don't need to support me. <laughs> if you give to me, you're giving to yourself. Glory to God. And my wife said, even at that one, you think I'll allow you? So that you now come back and be tired physically at night and then you carry walk on top of your head and all of that. Because when you are sent, you know that not every walk you like to do is your walk. Not every work they can pay you to do is your work. Sent. Once you understand the place, it streamlines. And finally, let me say this. I'll say in second service. I'll teach this better in second service. When you are streamlined, everything in that territory that has been apportioned to you will begin to locate you. Jerry, play on the keyboard so I can wind down. I, I want to say something to you that God said to me in the course of the week. He had taught me this before, but he said in such a way that just opened up something. Uche, do you know that the way you run around, when I say run around, I don't mean in a bad way, but Cecilia, by the way, Uche is doing our Abuja tour. So proud of you. And Abuja and all of them. Do you know the way you're going to Abuja now? And you've, you've expressed some testimony. This it's something you shared with me last week or so. Do you know that the way you are passionate about the hair and the glam and everything looking good and people, people's beauty being enhanced, there is somebody in this world, in fact, some people, that their own fulfillment is not in making that hair, but in helping you. Tino, do you get what I'm saying? Somebody's assignment in the, this t-shirt that I want to scatter all over the world that people will see. There is somebody, their assignment in this world is to do that thing. And they will be just as fulfilled helping you as you are doing that thing. But if you're out of place, you will not even recognize the people. Ulushe, there's more help for you than you realize. Jason, more help. Jerry, Enoch, Bukola, Bukola, I'm looking forward for a testimony from you. If I give you a testimony in the spirit, in the name of Jesus. Do you get it? My brother, what's your name, sir? Pardon? Dari. Do you know there's help for you? Help. That's somebody's assignment in your life to help you. Baby, God, there is help. Henry, Henry used to be with us. Kids, let's celebrate Henry. Guamoku. Stand, stand, stand. How do you remember Henry? This is church. 
else is somebody's assignment is to help you see this is not when I say help that help is not because once you understand you stop begging because they are helping you is actually helping them do you understand and it's not some psychological stuff Joseph of Arimathea would never have been known if it didn't carry oh sorry if it didn't give the tomb Simon of Siren would never have been known if it didn't carry that was his, his assignment Simon of Siren in fact Siren may never have been heard so Simon became the Siren of Siren but I'll teach this people and by people the person you are that God has made you then the people you are sent to because some people they're in the right place but you don't know who you are sent to so that's why you're envious when you see somebody who's your classmate seemingly causing certain displacements some people are not <laughs> some people are not sent you're not sent to everybody do you understand some of you are not sent to crowds you're sent to specific people who have the crowds so when people who have the crowds have problems it is you they consult it is your curriculum they use it is your strategy they deploy one of my mentors who's going to be with the Lord Dr. Miles Munro Dr. Miles Munro lived in a, church, uh, lived in a place called Bahamas and his church was possibly I don't know maybe 1,500 to 2,000 people but there's no country of the world right now where Dr. Miles Munro's books are not selling. No country out of about 200 and something countries. Maybe except maybe very, very tiny islands. Maybe very, very, And there's hardly any modern pastor who in the last 20 years has preached at least about purpose or potential without quoting, referencing, or being inspired by his work. When you know the people you're sent to and the place you will stay in that place I'm going to close with this it dropped in my heart yesterday I was saying I hope you guys shout it as we close you will stay in that place and the world will come to you God said to a certain bishop that many of us love, respect and admire leave Kaduna, go to Lagos he went to Lagos and from Lagos he went to Ota because God said in my own words go to the uttermost parts of the Otter. Who is an otter? Well, a king just arrived. Who's an otter? A king just came. And when a king comes, the territory responds. If the king is not sent, he will struggle. But if the king is sent, as he lands, boom, everything that was waiting for him rises to that level. My pastor many years ago moved into Lekki when people were not building stuff to Lekki. He bought land in Lekki. No church was going to Lekki at the time. But after House on the Rock moved in that place, boom, two or three years, different churches that are moving in the same direction. And almost all the churches around there can be called mega churches. Why? A king, the Apostle Paul, Adifarasi, was the king in that territory. And as he landed, boom, things that are opening up because kings open doors for other kings. By the way, before he did that, another king from Redemption Camp had Lekki 98. From Lekki 98, I think it was 97, 98, the Millennium Temple was being talked about. 99, 2000, the groundbreaking of House on the Rock. There are things in the spirit. Don't logically excuse yourself from your territory. If you can, don't miss second service. Let's glorify God with prayer and tongues. Balaku ashidavas, brahas kapolia, tuvrahas kaba, digos sovni katuja, rekando salavizas, buratatavos palataga. bolatavazila brakapatas. Ruk 
Kataba Zivlu Kupara Samrahadash Brahas Kapalu Vregebolia Tubrahada. I wish you could pray hotter in just a minute. This kingship must be unleashed. It cannot be bottled up. It cannot be locked up. It cannot be hidden. Do you remember a city set upon a hill? That's the place, the hill. That's the place. If it's the right city, but it's in the valley, it's not in the right place. Some of us are one platform away from international acclaim. One. One endorsement away. I wish somebody would pray stronger. For some of you, stop looking for endorsement. Just pour into those people. Pour into that person that you're mentoring for free. The person doesn't even have money for your coaching program or your consultancy fee or your accounting practice or medical practice or legal practice. But pour into that person. That person is the gateway for your ministry, for your business. And even if the person is not, just be faithful. Father, we thank you. We give you praise and glory for the oil of kingship, for the oil Marosia Kapati. Lekwali Sofri Sapa Utekelia Tubrasa Hidokusheleba Eskeletovriza Oluaprikatos Plekovala Ibosia Kotokoto Ripondo Sevluzobriakash Sofris Kapataya. I'm going to remind you in the second service, but listen, your gift is not a disadvantage. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Your gift is not a disadvantage. Many of us this morning are wearing jeans. Jeans. Jeans was invented by a guy called Levi Strauss. 18 what? 1876. Levi Strauss. Almost 300 years. He never wrote a book. He never wrote a song. Your, your gift is not a disadvantage. Just focus on that thing. Never wrote a book, never wrote a song, did not receive any medals, but generations have been blessed. Do you know how, how your genes have saved the embarrassments in this world? That if you wore that trouser, you would have been your leg would have been ripped by the jagged edge of the boss. God wants to bless humanity through you and is going to use what He wired into you from eternity's past. So I know that sometimes, sometimes because of my composition of gifts and abilities sometimes I might talk more around speaking and writing consulting training and music and creativity and all but I don't want to limit yourself because I don't maybe because I don't talk about your own gift like I mentioned the Kenneth was telling me in Kosovo get nine to fashion I didn't see it like that but <laughs> so it is now right after I wrote the first, the second single, released second single, my producer said, Peter, you've entered music thing through the back door. I said, it's just faithfulness in what I'm doing. And when one cup is full, it overflows. It's the same story for you. That thing you're doing, it might be painting. It might be sculpting. It might be counseling. It may not look like the world knows anything about it. But listen, sometimes when God is making you a pace setter, the things God will come into your hands will not make sense. Many times it will have no references. The world will catch on. When we started doing Master Life on WhatsApp in 2017, how many of you remember? Master Life started on WhatsApp when stream 10 now, going to stream 11 from uh, end of May, early June. Ada, you're on WhatsApp 2017. Some pastor friends are like, hey, so you mean you won't do me? Three years later, everybody's there doing, they now they're asking, how do you do virtual discipleship? If you know you've heard God, you know you've heard God and you've checked your heart. This is not ambition. You submit it to, typically for me, I'm going to discuss it with my wife and maybe one or two other people. If it's something that is really, you know, submitted to accountability systems in your life and you're good to go, the money might not be there. It might not make sense. But be a faithful steward of the divine idea that he has placed in your hands and let it grow. If it fails, so what? You tried. If it blows, who knows? <laughs> 
Father, we give you praise. We will manifest our kingship. We will manifest our kingship. We will manifest our kingship. Thank you, Spirit of the Lord. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. It's okay to clap and shout. It's all right. shouted so loud don't worry I'm not about to punish you may the Lord bless you you shouted without seemingly a physical manifestation I pray the Lord this week will grant you an evidence physical manifestation greater than the reason for which you shouted and multiply his grace upon your life a generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.